Hi, I'm Graham Joseph Hill, and you're listening to Daily Devotions with Jesus, where we dive deep into every chapter of the Bible, moving chapter by chapter from Genesis to Revelation, showing you how each chapter of the Bible can shape your spiritual life and actions in the world, and grow your passion for Jesus and discipleship to Him. We're using the translation of the Bible, World English Bible. You can get the devotional books that go with this podcast at our website, grahamjosephhill.com forward slash books and download a free Bible reading plan at the same website. Make sure you subscribe on our podcast to receive all episodes. Let's open the Bible together. The Book of Genesis Chapter 1 In the beginning God created the heavens and the earth. The earth was formless and empty. Darkness was on the surface of the deep, and God's Spirit was hovering over the surface of the waters. God said, Let there be light, and there was light. God saw the light, and saw that it was good. God divided the light from the darkness. God called the light day, and the darkness he called night. There was evening, and there was morning, the first day. God said, Let let there be an expanse in the middle of the waters, and let it divide the waters from the waters. God made the expanse and divided the waters which were under the expanse from the waters which were above the expanse, and it was so. God called the expanse sky. There was evening and there was morning, a second day. God said, Let the waters under the sky be gathered together to one place. Let the dry land appear, and it was so. God called the dry land earth, and the gathering together of the waters he called seas. God saw that it was good. God said, Let the earth yield grass, herbs yielding seeds, and fruit trees bearing fruit after their kind, with their seeds in it, on the earth, and it was so. The earth yielded grass, herbs yielding seed after their kind and trees bearing fruit with seeds in it, after their kind. And God saw that it was good. There was evening, and there was morning, a third day. God said, Let there be lights in the expanse of the sky to divide the day from the night, and let them be for signs to mark seasons, days, and years. Let them be for the lights in the expanse of the sky to give light on the earth, and it was so. God made the two great lights, the greater light to rule the day, and the lesser light to rule the night. He also made the stars. God set them in the expanse of the sky to give light to the earth, and to rule over the day and the night, and to divide the light from the darkness. God saw that it was good. There was evening, and there was morning, a fourth day. God said, let the waters abound with living creatures and let birds fly above the earth in the open expanse of the sky. God created the large sea creatures and every living creature that moves, with which the waters swarmed after their kind, and every winged bird after its kind. God saw that it was good. God blessed them, saying, be fruitful and multiply. Fill the waters of the seas and let birds multiply on the earth. There was evening there was morning, a fifth day. God said, Let the earth produce living creatures after their kind, livestock, creeping things, and animals of the earth after their kind. And it was so. 
God made the animals of the earth after their kind, and the livestock after their kind, and everything that creeps on the ground after its kind. God saw that it was good. God said, Let's make human beings in our image, after our likeness. Let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, and over the birds of the sky, and over the livestock, and over all the earth, and over every creeping thing that creeps on the earth. God created human beings in his own image. In God's image he created them. Male and female he created them. God blessed them. God said, be fruitful, multiply and fill the earth and subdue it. Have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the sky, over every living thing that moves on the earth. God said, behold, I've given you every herb yielding seed, which is on the surface of all the earth, and every tree which bears fruit yielding seed, it will be for your food. To every animal of the earth, to every bird of the sky, to everything that creeps on the earth, in which there is life, I have given you every green herb for food, and it was so. God saw everything that he had made, and behold, it was very good. There was evening, and there was morning, a sixth day. What are the major biblical themes in Genesis 1? In the beginning, Genesis 1 unfolds the majestic tapestry of creation, revealing the omnipotence, intentionality and goodness of God. The narrative establishes the key themes, order from chaos, the inherent goodness of creation and humanity's unique role. Each day's act of creation underscores a divine intention moving from void and formlessness to a world brimming with life and purpose. This passage invites us to marvel at the Creator's power, fostering a deep sense of awe and stewardship towards the world around us. The rhythm of work and rest, culminating in the Sabbath, introduces introduces a divine pattern for life that balances productivity with essential rest. But how are the themes of Genesis 1 present in the rest of Scripture? Well, let's begin with the Gospels. The opening chapter of Genesis sets a foundational stage for the entire biblical narrative, introducing themes of creation, order, light, and the inherent goodness of life. These themes resonate deeply with the teachings and life of Jesus, as depicted in the Gospels, creating a harmonious echo of God's initial creative act through his redemptive work in Christ. In the Gospel of John, Jesus is introduced as the Word through whom all things were made, directly linking him to the creation narrative of Genesis 1. This connection underscores the belief in Jesus as the agent of the new creation, bringing light into darkness an echo of the first day when God said, let there be light. The miracles of Jesus, such as calming the storm, feeding the 5,000, and turning water into wine, further reveal his authority over creation and his ability to bring out order from chaos, resonating with the themes of Genesis 1. Moreover, Jesus' teachings, particularly the Sermon on the Mount, reflect the intended harmony and righteousness of God's creation. Here, 
Jesus outlines a way of life that mirrors the peace and goodness of the Garden of Eden, calling humanity back to their original purpose and relationship with the Creator. How are the themes of Genesis 1 present in the rest of Scripture? The themes introduced in Genesis 1 extend beyond the Gospels, weaving through the tapestry of both the Old and New Testament writings, enriching the biblical narrative with layers of meaning and connection. In the Psalms, the creation motifs are revisited, with Psalms like Psalm 19 and 104 praising God for the wonders of creation and the orderliness of the universe, reflecting the Genesis narrative and its emphasis on God's sovereignty and the goodness of God's work. The prophets too speak of the restoration of creation, with Isaiah envisioning a new heaven and earth where harmony is restored, a direct echo of the world's original state in Genesis 1. This vision of restoration and peace mirrors the promise of a renewed creation found in Revelation, where the themes of light, life, and God's dwelling with humanity come to their ultimate fulfilment. Paul's letters also draw on Genesis 1 themes, particularly in discussion of the new creation in Christ. In 2 Corinthians 5.17, Paul writes, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, the new creation has come, the old is gone, and the new is here. This statement reflects the ongoing work of God in renewing and restoring all things highlighting the believer's transformation and the cosmic scope of redemption that was initiated in Genesis and brought to completion in Jesus Christ. Throughout Scripture, Genesis 1 serves as a foundational lens through which the stories of God's interaction with the world are viewed, from creation to fall, redemption and ultimate restoration. The themes of light, life, order and goodness are not only reiterated but deepened and fulfilled as the narrative unfolds, revealing the cohesive and comprehensive nature of God's redemptive plan. So what is the spiritual significance of Genesis 1? Genesis 1 speaks of the core of our spiritual identity and purpose. Recognising God as the ultimate creator reshapes our understanding of ourselves and our relationship with the environment. It calls us to a life of stewardship, recognising the world not as a resource to be exploited, but as a gift to be cherished. The passage reassures us of our worth and place in God's plan, emphasising our role as caretakers of the earth. This foundational view inspires a profound respect for life and a commitment to sustaining God's creation, echoing our role in reflecting God's image through care, creativity and compassion. Genesis 1, with its grand narrative of creation, offers a profound wellspring of spiritual insight, inviting us into a deeper communion with God a more robust understanding of our faith, and a transformative discipleship journey. The themes of order from chaos, the goodness of creation, and humanity's unique role as caretakers 
echoes through the tapestry of Christian spirituality, offering rich soil for growth and transformation. At the heart of Genesis 1 is the recognition of God as the omnipotent creator, an acknowledgement that informs our identity and purpose. This realisation invites us into a posture of humility and awe, grounding our faith in the acknowledgement of God's uh, sovereignty and benevolence. The narrative sets a foundational framework for understanding our place in the universe, not as owners, but as stewards of a creation that reflects the Creator's glory and goodness. The journey from creation to new creation, from Genesis to Revelation, mirrors our own spiritual journey as disciples of Jesus Christ. The act of creation, bringing order from chaos, parallels the transformative work of the Spirit in our lives, reshaping us from within, renewing our minds and hearts to reflect the image of Christ. This transformation is both personal and communal, reflecting how we live, interact and steward the gifts entrusted to us. It should also impact our life, our relationships, our stewardship of creation and the way we treat the gifts that God has given us. The rhythm of work and rest, encapsulated in the creation week and the Sabbath, offers a divine pattern for life. It reminds us of the importance of balance, of embedding rest and reflection into the fabric of our existence. This rhythm is not merely about physical rest, but about spiritual reorientation towards God, fostering a space where we can grow in our relationship with the Creator and be rejuvenated for the work of discipleship. Living out the themes of Genesis 1 in the context of discipleship means embracing our role as caretakers of creation, reflecting God's care and concern for the world. It involves recognising the inherent goodness of all creation and working towards its preservation and flourishing. This stewardship is a natural expression of our discipleship as we seek to live in a way that honours God and reflects Christ's love and compassion to the world. Moreover, the call to stewardship extends to our relationships, communities and the broader creation. As disciples, we we are invited to participate in the ongoing work of creation, co-laboring with Christ in the ministry of reconciliation and restoration. This participation is a powerful avenue for spiritual growth, as it requires us to lean into the Spirit, cultivating virtues such as love, patience, humility and kindness, the fruits of a life transformed by Jesus Christ. In essence, the themes of Genesis 1 not only inform our understanding of the world and our place within it, but also invite us into a spiritual, dynamic relationship with the Creator. This relationship is the bedrock of our faith and the source of our transformation. As we engage with these themes, we are equipped and empowered to live out the teachings of Jesus Christ, embodying the kingdom values that Christ inaugurated. 
through this, we become not only hearers of the word, but doers, actively participating in God's redemptive plan for creation. Applying the themes of Genesis 1, therefore, enables us to embody the deeds of Jesus Christ, performed in the power of his Spirit. It propels us into a life of active discipleship, where our transformed hearts naturally express the love, grace and truth of Jesus Christ to the world around us. In this way, Genesis 1 serves not only as a narrative of beginnings, but as a blueprint for living a life that's deeply rooted in God's vision for humanity and all of creation. How do we live out Genesis 1 today? Genesis 1's themes guide us toward a life of peace, justice and reconciliation. In a world often marred by greed and exploitation, this chapter calls Christians to champion environmental stewardship, advocating for policies and practices that preserve and restore creation. It urges us towards humility, recognising our place within, not above, the natural order. Our interactions should mirror the Creator's generosity and care, fostering communities that prioritise service, compassion and love. This vision challenges us to live in harmony with creation, seeking sustainable lifestyles that honour God's work and purpose. How do we respond to Genesis 1? Practically, responding to Genesis 1 means integrating its truths into every aspect of our lives. In our families, it encourages us to cultivate an appreciation for nature and to adopt practices that protect the environment. At work, it means advocating for sustainable business practices. In our communities, it calls for engagement in local conservation efforts and support for policies that protect vulnerable ecosystems. Spiritually, it deepens our worship, recognising creation's beauty as a testament to God's glory. Genesis 1 also calls us to inclusivity and love, recognising the divine image in each and every person we meet and extending grace as freely as it's been given to us. So how does Genesis 1 point us to Jesus? Jesus' ministry and teachings are deeply connected to the themes of Genesis 1. He lived out and taught principles of stewardship, compassion and love, embodying the Creator's care for all of humanity and all of creation. Christ's miracles often reflected a restoration of order and wholeness, mirroring the order from chaos in Genesis. His teachings on the kingdom of God can be seen as a call to restore harmony and goodness of creation. Jesus' resurrection is the ultimate new creation, a foretaste of the new heavens and earth, inviting us into a life transformed by his love, his presence, and his grace. Here are some spiritual questions for you to reflect on. How does recognizing God as creator impact your view of the world? In what ways can you better fulfill your role as a steward of creation? How does the concept of Sabbath influence your rhythm of work and rest? 
Where do you see the need for restoration and reconciliation in your community? How can you live more fully in a way that reflects the image of God to those around you? Let us pray. Creator God, Creator of all that is seen and unseen, we stand in awe of your magnificent creation as unveiled in Genesis 1. Your words spoke into the void and light shattered the darkness, ordering the world and the cosmos. Order emerged from chaos and life in its boundless forms sprang forth, revealing your power, wisdom, love. As we reflect on Genesis and on the beginnings of all things, Our hearts are filled with gratitude for the beauty and intricacy of the world you've entrusted to us. Lord, in your wisdom, you've made us stewards of this earth. Grant us the grace to fulfill this sacred duty with care, humility and love. May we see your handiwork in every sunrise, in every breath of wind, in every drop of water. Recognizing, recognizing the interconnectedness of all creation and our place within it. Help us to live in a way that honors you, fostering life, promoting peace, and reflecting the goodness inherent in your design. As we walk through our days, let us remember the lessons of Genesis 1. Not merely as a story of the past, but as living testaments to your ongoing work in the world. In the face of challenges and discord, remind us that, just as you brought order from chaos, you can bring peace and reconciliation in our lives and communities. In the spirit of Genesis, may we also embody the role of light bearers, reflecting the love and grace of Jesus, through whom all things were made, and through whom all things are being made new. Empower us by your spirit, to live out our calling as your children, agents of your love and stewards of your creation. We ask all these things in the name of Jesus, the Word made flesh, the light of the world. Amen. Thanks for joining me for this episode. You can find our devotional books and links to our podcast and YouTube channel at our website, grahamjosephhill.com. Make sure you subscribe on your podcast to receive all episodes. I'm praying you'll experience God's grace and presence throughout this day and grow more in love with Jesus Christ, our Lord.